Attention, please. Places for top of show. Places for top of show. Hello, and welcome to Twins Talk Theater. We are Cindy and Stacy, and we're talking about theater, backstage life, and all the excitement that the audience doesn't get to see. Enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our podcast. Today, we are interviewing Addie Mallow. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did an interview with her mom back in like episode five or three or something like this. And, and your mom talked about you and I was like, ooh, I want to do an interview with Addie. <laughs> so now we're interviewing Addie. Uh, Addie's a high school student who sings and dances and acts and comedy sports and oh, yeah. and all kinds of things. She was just saying she... see. You, we opened Beauty and the Beast last weekend. Yes. And Addie plays Belle. And you're also in Kiss Me Kate at the high school. I am. And you're in comedy sports at the high school. And what were you auditioning for? Wait, what is what is comedy sports? Oh, wait, I've never heard of this. Comedy sports is like this um, competitive improv group. And sometimes we play against other schools. And sometimes we just play against ourselves. And it's just these random games that... Um, involve all these improv like things with it and it's just like the silly huh. silly like little games it's weird <laughs> have you done oh, that sounds kind of awesome yeah it's really fun and this is your first year in improv right or first semester or something? yeah so i'm actually a newbie they call us <laughs> they actually call us newbies because i auditioned this year and so i was actually training the inf- like the entire first semester of high school of this year and then so now since the second semester started about like a month ago or so, now I'm allowed to actually play in the games. So I've, because I've been trained and everything, so um, tomorrow Thursday is actually my first match ever playing for comedy sports, and I'm quite nervous. But <laughs> <laughs> hopefully, it should be okay. <laughs> so how do you do you go to another school, or is it you just competing against the people in your school tomorrow? Um, yeah, so for tomorrow, it's a Civil War match. So that means means that it's against people in our own group. And so that just means that, like, we just play. So I'm actually playing against Brad, who plays Lumiere in uh, nice. the Beast. And you've so, known him forever, so yeah, that should be we're, fun. Yeah, we're the best of friends. I love him. Um, but yeah, so, but then there's also games where we have to actually go to other schools, like Miracosta, or some actually schools that like are pretty far away actually and go compete against them and yeah it's always an adventure whenever we travel <laughs> to other places so how do you compete against doing comedy like whoever gets the most laughs wins whoever doesn't break down laughing yeah so um it's i think it's mostly based off of the audience's like applause and so usually there's always a ref um and the ref kind of um like keeps the whole show going almost and they tally up all the scores and there's a scorekeeper and there's like a Mrs. Voice kind of thing where they just um, uh, announce the score every once in a while and they actually just keep the show going and they um, get the audiences um, like they tally up their laughs and their like amount of applause for each team and then whichever one gets the most applause yeah it's a pretty funny way of (laughs) scoring but yeah how can you be like this applause rates as a three. Yeah, so it's always there, the judge of the applause. So, like, if it's, like, a really big applause for one group and then not so much, then, like, Team Red <laughs> gets, the, gets the point. So, yeah. Nice. Did it's you? Is this fairly new? I mean, it's cool that so many schools are doing it, but I don't yeah. remember anything like this. Yeah, I think this is fairly new. Because I remember when my brother was in high school, I don't think they had this. And he, w- and he graduated in 2013. I mean, I don't think they ever had this but if they did it probably was 
fairly new at that point because yeah. now it's become like this kind of big thing and I think it's only going to get bigger from now on <laughs> definitely yeah yeah people... absolutely sounds exciting yeah, yeah I don't picture Mason <laughs> Mason it. would not go to the <laughs> I think he, he's actually coming tomorrow so I think tomorrow will be his first one if he can Maybe he has class. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> nice. So you do all three triple threat things, sing, dance, act. What, yeah. Which one did you start with? Oh, I definitely started with dancing first. Yeah, I've been dancing since at, um, the age of two. And um, yeah, I actually got inspiration from my cousin, I think. And my mom took me to her show because she was dancing. And I was two years old and I was in the seats and I can hardly stay in my seat because I was like, I want to go up there and do that. I want to do that. <laughs> and so then ever since that, um, my mom uh, signed me up for classes at um, uh, this, this dance school in Redondo Beach. And we used to actually have to go there after all my school and all my um, like tutoring lessons if I ever had any. And um it would be like a 40 minute drive to, to dance every day. And I used to go like every single day because I was like hardcore, like wanting to be a ballerina at that point. But then I kind of got into more um, like eccentric stuff, more like like contemporary and hip hop. And I actually, I think hip hop is my favorite kind of dance today just because it's just so like, you can do anything with it really. And um, you can make it like your own and it doesn't have to be perfect i think um yeah like ballet is very much yeah i mean like i love ballet like i think it's like the core of dance and you have to like really train in that kind of area if you want to become like this amazing dancer but i think it's really important just to like do your own thing sometimes <laughs> so yeah i've definitely been dancing for like about 14 years now <laughs> but yeah i think i've been starting to transition a lot more into the acting and the singing more because um, for colleges and stuff, um, like the dance edition is obviously important, but what they want to see most is that you can actually act while you're dancing and that you act, they have like these facials and you're actually having fun and yeah. not just focusing on the dance moves. So yeah. Hey, so you're you're getting ready. For, I think your mom you guys are looking at colleges and stuff. Yeah. Is there certain colleges <laughs> you really want to go to? Or? Um. Kind of. So far, I mean, we, we're really early in the process still, but um, I'm kind of like researching sometimes and I don't know if I want to go to the East Coast or not yet because that's really mainly where like the theater realm yeah, is. Yeah, a lot of the dancing. <laughs> yeah, and it's amazing over there. And I, I love the East Coast. I've only been there like twice, but every single time I've been there, I've been so like... Ah, I love it here. So um, I want to actually go th there again in this in the springtime so I can really get a feel for it. But um, some colleges in the East Coast that I'm looking at are obviously NYU because my dad went there and I think it's a really cool school. And I actually have a lot of friends who graduated last year who go there now and they are musical theater majors and they love it there. Um, so I want to check out that. And I also want to um, check out Lawn, which is in North Carolina. Oh, I don't know. Did you, do you know of that one? No. Oh. Yeah. It it seems it seems like a beautiful school and it has a really amazing um theater program. So I want to check that out too. I've also really wanted to go to North Carolina for a long time. <laughs> so yeah. Have you been UNCSA? there before? No, I've never been there before, but I just heard like these stories cuz I actually have some friends who used to live there and she always like tells me these stories about like how much it snows and like I've never seen snow like really falling and <laughs> I really want to experience it. But I know that once I get there, I'll probably be like, oh, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Cindy was really excited about snow. And <laughs> where were you first? Cincinnati? 
Or was Cincinnati, it New York? Yeah. yeah, Cincinnati. In the first couple of days, she's like, yeah, it's snowing. <laughs> and then after like a week or two, she's like, it's all brown. I know. It's dirty. I've got to shovel it. <laughs> That's what's going to happen to me if I go there. <laughs> yeah, because you're from Southern well, it's, California. It's awesome when you, when you get to stay inside, you know, like yeah. when you... When it snows and you're like inside and you're drinking hot chocolate and you just get to look at it, it's awesome. And then you're like, I got to walk a mile to school now in this <laughs> stupid stuff. Like, I don't want to do that. I know. Waiting for that. <laughs> for all the places you listed, they snow there. So Yeah. But yeah, I'm also looking at colleges probably still in the L.A. area. Probably, maybe. There's a studio school, I think, in um, L.A. That sounds it's – it's mostly a conservatory and so is AMDA um those are conservatories mm-hmm. so it really just focuses on musical theater or dance or singing or not like really like the general eds so yeah. not like not like math or history or, so. yeah we went to liberal both of us went to liberal arts schools yeah we still had to do so many units of math uh-huh. and I, language oh. and <laughs> done with that <laughs> done with it already i'm a junior <laughs> yeah completely understand have you looked at cincinnati actually yeah um, I actually, that was actually one of the first schools that I looked at, the University of Cincinnati, because my friend's sister goes there, and she is now on the national tour of, I think she was on the national tour of 42nd Street, and she That's had, cool. um, and yeah, she went there, and she, um, was really, really successful there, so I actually looked there first, and I was like, wow, they have some really, really cool shows here, they, they did Legally Blonde, they did Peter Pan, they did a lot of other mm-hmm. stuff, and, um, that one seems really interesting, but I haven't gone too far into it, but that's one. Yeah, that's where I went to grad school there. And oh. almost everybody who graduates from the musical theater department, like, instantly, I mean, maybe not instantly, within a year or two, are on Broadway or a national yeah. tour. Um, it's a really, really good school for musical theater. And they also, we also had a whole, we, they have a whole dance department. So you can take ballet and everything like that. And they're yeah. two completely separate entities within the conservatory so the focus is there you know so you you can take a ballet class or you just stick with musical theater um which i think is really awesome but it's a it's a really really good dance school it's a really good musical theater school and it's one of the top in the nation so uh, yeah i was I'd also to telling there. melissa about um is it michigan yeah that's michigan the michigan one. <laughs> that's a lot to hope for yeah, that's yeah. a very high school to get into for mm-hmm. musical theater. But it's crazy. What were we talking? Was it Brett who was there? Brett, yeah. Yeah, we did an interview with a friend of Cindy's who's a stage manager oh. and works there. Wow. They, mm-hmm. every, everyone's connected at some point. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> yeah. I have some friends that I did a, a Broadway program with a couple of years ago in New York. Um called BAA, Broadway Artists Alliance. And um, I have a couple of friends in that group who are now at the University of Michigan, and they were amazing. <laughs> so, um, But you were in that program, so... Yeah! Yeah, I was... Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was an interesting time. <laughs> I was so shy at that camp. It was only a week long, and I didn't really actually make friends until, like, the second to last day. I was so scared of everyone there because they were all so talented. I was like, wow talent here but yeah i think i eventually got used to it but that's new york for you so talented people everywhere yeah yep so how do you manage uh going to because i haven't we haven't been in school for a while your (laughs) classes and 
different shows and shows at school and shows at the Norris and all yeah. that. Do you ever sleep? <laughs> Barely. Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> sometimes um, for Beauty and the Beast, when I first found out that I got the role of Belle, um, I immediately got my script as fast as I could so I could... Um, Usually when I do shows, I make um, flashcards with my line on one side and then the other person's line on the other side so I can test myself. Because when you have to know lines, you should know the person's lines before yours Yeah, you have to know well. your cue line. So then when you, yeah, you don't have to come in. So um, I usually make those. And for Beauty and the Beast, it took me like a full two and a half days to make it because the stack was very large. <laughs> You're in yeah. almost every scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was crazy. So um, that took me a while. And I usually use those to memorize my lines, which actually really, really helped me personally. But um, managing with um, schoolwork and such, um, and the, in the high school shows, so far with Beauty and the Beast, it hasn't been that much of a struggle just because um, I put a lot of conflicts down for Kiss Me Kate, so they know that I was very busy, so um, they didn't actually have to call me into too many things. But um, there has been times where I went straight in the morning to school, right after that into an, an audition for a class, and then right after that, um, Kiss Me Kate for two hours, then right after that, Tech for Being the Beast. So that went to like 10. <laughs> so it was literally from 7 a.m. to 10. And I got home and I was like, I forgot <laughs> what breathing feels like. Because <laughs> the whole day was just so like rapid fast and it was crazy. But um, there's, only about, there's only been a couple of those so far. So I'm hoping that I can learn to really manage my time after that and take use of any extra time I can, like just like relax and um, breathe for a second. I think it's a good so, training yeah. though, because that's what mm-hmm. I've been doing. Because I was in Beauty and the Beast with you for tech, yeah. But then I'm also in tech for Allegiance up in LA, right? And so I've been spending like 16 hour days between one and the other. And then I'm like, good thing Kai's at home making food. Otherwise, <laughs> I wouldn't have anything to eat. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how much has to happen in one day sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah. Getting through all But it, it is good practice. Like, people ask me all the time, how do you do it? You know? And I, I say, well, I've kind of been doing it since high school and especially right. since college. You know, you just kind of get used to it. And you yeah. do learn how to manage your time and how to m- take advantage of, like, every little second and you just do it because that's what you've been doing, you know? And so you get to the professional world and you could do multiple things, you know, you could do rehearsal for one show in the the morning and then tech for another show during my summers. When I volunteer with Broadway cares, that's what all of them do. Almost all of them are in Broadway shows in the evenings, but we have rehearsal all morning and afternoon and then they take a break and then they go do a show. That's just what you do. So it's good training in high school. (laughs) Yeah. I've had to ask a couple of my teachers for extensions on some papers and such, but yeah. they all they all yeah. understand. The good news is when you get into the real world, the big world, there's no test. Yeah. You don't have a paper due. Oh, yeah. I mean, you have stuff due. It's right. still tech week and opening night, but that's what you're focused on. Mm-hmm. So it, I found yeah. it to be easier. People are like, yeah. oh, high school so easy. I was like, no. I'm still doing yeah. Spanish homework while yeah, trying exactly. to sit in tech because Spanish teacher didn't care. Yeah. And some teachers are pretty, right, that's, that's yeah, and like some teachers are pretty, um, they gave me a lot of leeway because they actually saw me in um, Little Shop of Horrors, which is, our, which is our fall school show, which was this past October, and they all saw me as Audrey in that, and they actually 
were like, oh, she goes here. <laughs> She's in my class. Like, that's cool. So I think they realized <laughs> I actually have a lot on my plate. So they understand why now that I have to ask for some extensions sometimes. That's really cool so, yeah. the teachers to, to come see. Half of our teachers never come to see any of our shows in oh, high school or college. Yeah. They knew we were in it because we would talk about it. But yeah, most of them, I don't remember coming to see it. Exactly. So that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so then I I know you wanted to play Belle for a long time. Is there mm-hmm. another part in a show that you really, really want? Oh, I have like a whole list at home. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, so Belle was one of them. Um, um, I think another big one of mine is Penny and Hairspray. Like I would just love to do Hairspray in general, like either as like a, like a kid on the show or anything. Just because that's an amazing show and it has so much diversity in it. And I just love the idea of like that time period and just like like um, talking about like those issues back then. I think that's really important. And I think that's what makes an awesome show topic. Um, and also, um, also in Carrie the Musical, I actually recently saw that about like two years ago at the Los Angeles Theater up in L.A. And it was so amazing. Yeah, and they, they did the interactive one, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, spilled- blood all over oh, the audience. Oh, it was so cool. The... It was amazing. And it, we were, oh, was so, they had like audience interaction and everything. It was so cool. But I think also playing Sue in that would be really cool. Just because, um, like I find like myself as these like naive kind of characters, like more like vulnerable. Not, I, I think I'm like warming up to more of like those character characters, if you know what I mean? Like those ones with like really, really big personalities. But um, well, yeah, Audrey definitely. Yeah, like that one was a stretch for me, and I really enjoyed stretching like that. But I also just love doing the more like real characters, and, like in ones that feel like, um, like just me. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I've also always wanted to play the crocodile in Peter Pan. Also, that's a big <laughs> one. <laughs> like have that big suit on. I would love to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a stretch. I'm, yeah, you know, in a couple scenes, not oh, too many yeah. songs. I don't think. Seems pretty fun though. that's excellent now we're gonna have to well we did peter pan but you were yeah i was very tiny yeah (laughs) i actually saw that and i actually maybe want to audition for the next show which they were doing here which was honk i actually auditioned for honk and i didn't make it (laughs) and that i didn't i wasn't too upset about it but i knew that i could do better than that so then after that i kind of just really like amped myself up and actually got a voice lesson (laughs) for the first time and then um I auditioned for Annie, and then I ended up getting an orphan, so that was really fun. How old were you at that one? Because that was one of my first shows here. Yeah, I was actually, I think, 10 or 11. I think it was, yeah, I think it was the summer of my fifth grade. No, fourth grade to going to fifth grade, so I think it was like 10-ish. But that was actually where I first met Kira Johnson, and now she's off doing many amazing things. Yeah, I think she was just on the tour of Mamma Mia Mia as the lead in that. Oh, she was so amazing. And so I've always seen her as, like, this huge role model. Um, and so her being Annie in that show, I looked up to her a lot. And um, and she was always so kind to, like, the younger kids. And so were all the other um, older kids in that show. Um, and there was, like, a really, like, big range of ages in that show. There was, like, I think, like, eight to maybe maybe even six. Like, maybe, like, seven-ish to, um, like... 16 17 year olds so it was a crazy um age range so um but a a lot of the kids were very very nice to the little kids there and so that's what kind of um inspired me to 
like really try to be a really good role model for all the kids in Beauty and the Beast because a lot of them are younger. So I want to just try to inspire them like those kids and Annie did to me and so they can continue out <laughs> through the generations. Yeah, so, feel yeah. good about coming to work and yeah. probably looking up to you and being yeah, like, oh, remember just feel Addie like Mollo when she was Belle? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I just think that... Um, like teaching them how to be good performers, but also just good human beings in general. In the especially like this kind of workforce, I think is really important. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's uh, everybody backstage for Beauty and the Beast seems to be, I mean, super nice and yeah. friendly. We haven't had any, you know, had to get mad at any kids for anything. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's very friendly and nice, and uh, there's a number of kids like Cody. Cody, uh, oh, he love him. knows every scene change. He knows where everyone's supposed <laughs> to be. He's like, oh, I'll help, I'll help. And we're like, it's it, we got like five people on this. He's like, no, but I want to help. <laughs> so everybody's really nice. It's yeah. great. He's always like the first one to volunteer to help. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's, awesome. it just makes it so much nicer backstage. Yeah. It's fun to be there. Uh-huh. It's great. <laughs> Good job. Way to, <laughs> way to be a part of that. And yeah. then all the young kids will want to do it too. <laughs> totally. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, when are you falling asleep over there? A little bit. I'm I'm trying to stay awake. <laughs> twin, twin got up at four. Oh her time, wow! So it's late her time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job. <laughs> uh, so what was there a specific show or something that inspired you to start doing acting? Um. Um, like I said earlier, kind of um, seeing Peter Pan. Also, um, at here, actually, Chris Carr directed that. I just realized that. Um, but yeah, seeing Peter Pan here, um, kind of like really um, inspired me to do more shows. I think because I saw a lot of my friends who I went to school with, like Annika Smith, she was in that too, and so was Kira, and so was my friend Greta. They were all in that show, and so they would always tell me like stories backstage when we were at school like during recess they would always like tell me like what happened that day and it was always super super fun just to hear about it and I was like I want to try this and so then um I think I saw that show and then I looked in the program and I saw these um ads for Camp Curtain Call and that was when I first actually I did Camp Curtain Call when I was like six or so but then I didn't do it for like two years but then I went back I think two years later, and then I did the Willy Wonka Camp Curtain Call show, and all my friends did that with me, and I was like, you know what, I think it's time to audition for a real show, and that's when I auditioned for Honk, and I was like, not quite ready yet, but then I auditioned the next summer, and then that worked, so yeah, I think, um, but yeah, I think a lot of shows inspired me, because also just seeing, oh, one thing that really inspired me, um, I was at this I was in this dance group at my old um, dance company and that also had a really wide range of ages. So I think it was like maybe seven to 17, probably. But we did uh, a musical number for competitions. Um, We did hair from hair. And so a lot of us were just dressed up in these like wacky hippie costumes. We had to straighten our hair or just fluff it up. It was so fun. But that was that's a musical theater number. And we all like, really had to go into depth, like, about our characters and, like, what we were going through, and I was, like, maybe eight at the time, so I was, like, <laughs> wow, this is a lot for me, but, um, but, yeah, we, we done that, we did that show, you know, we did that number, um, for multiple competitions, and we, like, won a lot, and we always got, like, a standing ovation at the end because it was just, like, a such a, like, an awesome number that everyone loved because 
it was musical theater and it had like this depth to it and this feeling that can really just move the audience even though it was like a super fun number and so I think after doing that I was like wow these are like the songs that I really like to dance to and so then that really um motivated me to yeah. <laughs> not just dancing <laughs> yeah but you still dance right you're in some of the performing groups here um, and- yeah I actually um I actually had to resign, resign, but I didn't actually do performing groups this year just because it is my junior year of high school. And at the time, um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors usually rehearsed on Saturday mornings, and that's the same time that performing groups performing rehearsed. Groups. So I was like, uh, maybe not, because that would be a lot of conflicts for me. But also, I think just like for a mental state, I had to quit that just because there was kind of like this like weird vibe to me I just looked like I've done this for four years I think like transitioning into this kind of new um part of my life I think I should probably try new things and just really experience and focus on this show at my school and I did and I was so happy during that show like that show was amazing um so yeah I think it's like for the greater good that I did um have to um, quit the performing groups, but I did learn a lot from them in the four years, definitely, because I think I started them when I was maybe, like, 13 or so, and then I just quit this late, this year, um, so, but yeah, I really did learn a lot from those, and I made a lot of new friends, and then, oh, it was an amazing experience, but yeah, I just needed to transition, I think, out of it. Yeah, Yeah. that happens, we, Cindy and I were in soccer for a long time, and then (laughs) we went to choir, and then... Eventually, we were like, mm, tried to go to drama. Yeah. <laughs> then we stayed in that forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah but we still did choir all four years of co- of high school. No, we didn't do it senior year. Oh, right. Right. Because then we were like completely into theater by then and we couldn't. There was too much yeah, conflict. Yeah, like too like much conflict. Between, yeah. <laughs> we only spent all of our time doing one thing. <laughs> that was theater. Yeah. I did soccer for a little bit, too. But I would always just, like, let the other team just score and be like, good job. (laughs) That was the goalie. And I was like, here you go. It was fun. (laughs) I was, like, seven. (laughs) Not not very competitive that way. (laughs) I'm not a competitive person. (laughs) That works. That's why theater, you work together. Not against the other people. Exactly. That's what I like about it. Perfect. Uh, Twin, you have any questions? Any I had one earlier, then I forgot of it. I should have written it down. Or maybe Addie covered it already. <laughs> <laughs> She's just so good she did it without you asking. Oh. Yeah, because I was like thinking about it and then I stopped thinking about it, which means she probably talked about it. <laughs> <laughs> good job. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, well, since I don't want to keep Twin up too late, uh, so it'll be a shorter podcast <laughs> unless you want to have anything exciting. You didn't ask her a final question. No, I'm going to. I just, I, it can't be a final question if she wanted to say something else. Oh, yeah, right. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember something I was going to ask. Kai's <laughs> laughing at me. Uh, last summer when you went to New York for that uh, yeah. class thing, what what was that? What did, what did you guys do for a week? Um. So basically that was a week full of training and preparing for this showcase at the end of the week on Friday. And so it went actually really, really fast, but I was actually an acting major. So they actually could, um, when I auditioned in 
like that February, um, I auditioned, I think, to be like a dancing major or a singing major, but I didn't really like need to be an acting major. I was like, ah, I, I'll get into that later. But I think all the other majors were um, full, so they put me as an acting major. So that meant that I had to come prepared to New York with two monologues contrasting, um, dramatic and comedic. And then I had to um, stay in this hotel room with my mom and, and my dad because um, I didn't know anyone yet. <laughs> so I stayed in a hotel room, and then across the street was the building that we practiced in, and it was just, like this really large um, rehearsal space. Actually, no, it wasn't that big. Um, it was actually very small. Do you remember what the... I forget what it was called. But the theater that we performed in at the very end of the, st- at the week was, I think, the symphony. The symphony stage. I forget what it was exactly Twid, called. any ideas? But that was this theater. There, that there's we- a lot of symphonies out here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's... I forget which one it was, but it was the theater was huge. But the rehearsal space was very, very tiny. Um, but yeah, we basically our majors just split up into our groups the entire time. And that was, we got to like meet everyone in our major and, and then we performed our monologues for them. And we got to know each other. And then at the end of the week, this whole like showcase came together and we could like sign up for master classes with people. Oh, and also, um, I did this master class with, um, Alex Brightman and he played Dewey, um, in School of Rock on Broadway. Nice. And so at the time he taught a master class for I think it was an audition singing class. So then I um sang a song that I sang for the showcase in um performing groups Let Me Be Your Star from Smash. And um he remembered me because that was such a cliche song. <laughs> so he remembered who I was and he said that I did very, very well on it and he gave me some really amazing feedback and just also like some criticism that would obviously help me in the long run. Um and then that night so I took the master class that day, and then that night I saw his show, The School of Rock, and we sat, like, in the third row, maybe, because um, we had some connections with some people that got us, like, this backstage <laughs> tour also, which was amazing. And so we, we saw the show Third Row Center, and it was amazing. And seeing him up there just, like, at, like hours after he taught this class was so awesome and just incredible. And then after the show, I got to see him again. He was like, hey, it's you! I remember you from four hours ago! And... It's was, really cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I got, like, a selfie with him. But, yeah, that was something that I'll never forget from that. But, yeah, there are all these, like, master classes. And then at the end of the week, it all came together. So I performed a monologue in front of all these, like, people. <laughs> I performed um, this monologue from Clueless. It's a movie, but I had this good comedic monologue in it. So I just did that. And then I performed in a couple dance numbers, stuff like that. And But it was all... Yeah one week so were you in like classes in the morning and then yeah. master classes in the afternoon yeah it, it would change it was something different almost every single day it was really really cool um i kind of wish that i got to do it this last summer but it was just no time for me i don't think um but yeah like in the morning there would be like these warm-ups and you would there were like these two large group numbers and at the time which is like Two years ago, Hamilton was, like, just rising. Mm-hmm. And so we did this huge, like, mashup of all these Hamilton songs. And it was, like, like 80 people on stage. It was crazy. But, yeah, we had to, like, block those. And, yeah, it was interesting for most of the part. Um, but it was a really good experience in the end because um, I, I got to meet a lot of new people. I also just, like, learned a lot more, like, about myself and how shy I really am around other people <laughs> and how much, like, social anxiety I have. But um, and now I can really build off that and just try to improve my social... <laughs> social interactions. Yeah. 
I'm still working on that. Yeah. Like, hey, let's go do something. I'm like, I'll stand back here in the corner. That's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I got to work on that. (laughs) I'll talk to people when they come talk to me. Exactly. That's why it's weird when I was like, Cindy, let's do a podcast. (laughs) But like, uh, nobody's looking at us. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of funny for an actor, though, because you go on stage and you do things and people stare at you. Exactly. It's like just pretending be, to be someone else is kind of like comforting. <laughs> oh, I hear a yeah. lot of actors. Yeah. Like it's easier to go out on stage and be someone else than to oh, go out on stage and yeah. be yourself because then you get like self Totally. That's something that really <laughs> rings true to me. I'm not sure why. It's like this whole psychology thing. That I, but <laughs> I find it really interesting. <laughs> yeah. Cindy was, you were going to be a psychology major for a little bit, right? Well, I still, I got a minor in it, but yeah, when I went to college, I was going to do, well, I was going to do math and psychology. So I was like, I think two classes and my like final project short of getting a major, but I decided to go to London instead. So I ended up with just a minor. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's why my business dropped to a minor. I was like, <laughs> or spend a semester in London and that sounds more exciting. <laughs> Yeah. But it, it still comes in handy because I did behavioral psychology. So especially as a stage manager, you know, you you see all these things. So it's like, oh, I remember learning about that or, you know. Yeah. This is your mental communication and how, how to manipulate situations. <laughs> but comes in handy. It's very good. Definitely. <laughs> so much more for you to do. Exactly. <laughs> and you've come so far already. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so the question we always ask everyone, which was your mom's idea, uh, <laughs> do you have any twin stories? Any twins you know? Uh, any twins you've worked with? Yeah. Um, it doesn't really have to relate with theater. Oh, no, no, no. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> so this past summer, I went to a church camp, and I usually don't really go to church because I never actually learned about it. And I was, like, always kind of confused about it. So um, my friend Cass... Very yeah, confusing. Yeah, I was very confused. So um, it was a week-long Delta trip. So we went to the Sacramento Delta, uh, which is, like, six hours away. And um, it was with all these girls I didn't know, except for my one best friend, Cassidy, who took me there. Um, and she was like, come on, come along. And we got put in these groups. And with and we had to actually stay on boats these houseboats for a whole week and we just slept on like the top of the roof and we get to like stargaze all night. It was really, really cool. Wow. Um, but yeah, we were put it with these groups and in my group there were these um, twins and their names were Sophia and Annika and they are freshmen in high school. They go to Penn right now. Um, but they're also actually in drama and TV and film and stuff. So we were talking a lot about that. But for like the longest time, I could not tell them tell them apart because they are pretty identical. Um they look exactly the same, I think. But the thing is that Annika didn't have braces, and then Sophia did. And uh-huh. then Sophia, <laughs> she had this idea that we would remember that she was Sophia if she like, made it almost sound like she <laughs> she tried to like rhyme her name with braces. So she was like, Sophia, braces. <laughs> and but like none of us... <laughs> Like, got it but now i mean because that was so iconic that now we actually remember that but she was like so adamant about it she was like sophia braces it just didn't sound like alike at all but it, it rang true to us at some point but, yeah. but you still remember it now yeah exactly that's the funny part yeah, see so it worked <laughs> yeah okay twin shall we let you go to bed now since it's late Sleep. 
Yeah, I think I'll get up at 5.30 tomorrow instead of 4.30. Oh. I think I'll be sleeping at 5.30. <laughs> what about you, Eddie? Uh, it's a regular school day, so I'll get up around like 6.30-ish. Yep, I'll still be sleeping at 6.30-ish. Too. <laughs> <laughs> the, the joys of not having to go to school. Okay, well, thank you, Addie, for the interview. Yeah, my uh, pleasure. Thank you for you having me. Post it, and I'll put it all over Facebook and Instagram and everything <laughs> like I have with so many pictures of you, Isabel. <laughs> pictures of your dress melted. Oh, yes, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so and cool. The little, and the little girl that wanted to see her after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah that video was so oh, cute. There, there was like five bells. I was like, oh. They, they dress up when they come to see the show and they so just want to see Addie. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Aww. Excellent. Well, thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Bye. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. For more, visit our website at twinstalktheater.podbean.com and subscribe on iTunes or Google Play Music. You can also interact with us on Facebook or Instagram at twinstalktheater. Title music, Dance Macabre, is provided by Kevin McLeod of IncomTech.com under Creative Commons License 3.0.